Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. On the shoot-in. Hoffman trying to get after the puck. Barkov in there as well. So is Dadnoff. Hamilton. Right in front of Tuberto. Makes a move and shoots and scores. Hoobie doobie doo. And the Panthers have stretched it out to a 3-0 lead. This is the Canes Corner Podcast with host Adam Gold, part of the Capital Broadcasting Podcast Network. Now here's the host of the Canes Corner Podcast, Adam Gold. Well, tough to beat the Florida Panthers play-by-play guys singing Hoobie Dooby Doo, but we're going to start, we're going to do the best we can here on the morning after podcast. I am Adam Gold. We're going to get into it. 4-2 Florida win. Uh, before we start, a plea, not really a plea, a suggestion. We'll call it a suggestion. Uh, feel free, if you like the Morning After Pod, download it, uh, subscribe to it. I guess that's what it's called. Uh, so it comes into your phone automatically or into your laptop, however you, wherever you download podcasts. You can listen to it in the car. Hey, you might be going to uh, some sort of a religious event this morning. Uh, feel free. Uh, it's not going to be very long. It should be less than 20 minutes. So uh, subscribe. Give us a rating if you want. Who knows? Maybe down the road we'll, uh, we'll throw a prize your way. But I thank you very much for spending part of your Sunday morning. Maybe you're still up. It's not that late on a uh, Saturday night. We started this just before midnight. Here's the cliche. The first game home after a long road trip, tough game to win. Well, something about cliches, there's some truth to them. 4-0-1 on the trip, played great, great penalty kill, not to be against the Florida Panthers tonight. They fell behind 3-0, ultimately fall by a 4-2 count. You're going to hear from the head coach. You'll hear from uh, Jordan Stahl, uh, maybe from, maybe from uh, Tavo Teravainen, uh, if we have time. And we'll, uh, we'll play some highlights. Look, the penalty kill had been great. For the last 19 games coming into tonight, Carolina had stopped 62 of the last 68 power plays. It's about a 90% clip. And they rose all the way to second in the NHL. But in that span, they were the best penalty kill in the sport. That had been what they were doing. Those, those types of things were the reasons why they were winning. Killing penalties, getting momentum, frustrating the other team. Uh, but tonight, the penalty kill got them. They gave up uh, two power play goals and three tries. And Chris Dreiger, um, Dreiger I'm sorry, for the uh, Florida Panthers, rookie goaltender making his third career start, was spectacular. Sorry, he was great. Made a bunch of really good saves, especially in the first period, uh, and uh, just picked up momentum from there. 42 saves on the night. He was better than Peter Morazic. Generally speaking, if your goaltender wins the goaltending battle, you'll probably win the game. That's what happened tonight. And I will tell you that I didn't think Peter was bad. 
I thought Peter's pretty was pretty good. The only ga- the only goal you want back really is the fourth goal. Maybe that was the backbreaker because it happened right after uh, Nino Niederreiter had made it three one, and then Nolachari, who is just on one right now, uh, scored his seventh goal in the last three games. Uh, looked like Peter was maybe a little bit off his line, and uh, Achari beat him on the, over the glove side. So uh, that was it that made it 4-1. Look, I thought the Canes had some really good chances in the first. Eric Halla, uh, who played his first game after missing 15 with what he termed more than tendonitis. There's other things going on in there. He said, uh, but he came back and he looked fine. I mean, he went right to the top of the crease where he makes his living. And uh, Halla created a great scoring chance right away on a deflection. This just didn't go. He had a couple of other chances in the first period. Warren Fogel off a rebound. That was good. Uh, but the first real miscue uh, cost him. Uh uh, Jake Gardner trying to make a play at the uh, blue line, uh, kind of mishit or whiffed a uh, a pass or a shot. It went to it was intercepted by Brian Boyle, and uh, the rest is uh, well history. Down low, Hella. Round it goes, Natchez. Gardner, quick shot taken away. Lead pass. They're looking for Dadnoff on a breakaway. Dadnoff is in. Dadnoff scores. Yeah, that was uh, that was kind of discouraging, uh, not from a, a play standpoint, but just Carolina was really dominating the play, and Florida gets one chance, and it's past Mrazek. I think what fooled Peter on that goal was that Dadnoff didn't try to make a move. He just skated straight in and ripped one. Uh, looked like it was over the blocker. Uh, so it's one nothing uh, Florida. Florida's next two goals came on the power play. The first, a Brian Boyle deflection of a uh, an Aaron Ekblad shot from the point. The second was the unfortunate bounce out in front to Jonathan Huberdeau. Uh, we talked about it with Rod Brindamore after the game. Yeah, it was tough because the first one, we actually killed it. We were doing a nice job, and then they just throw a floater in, and, you know, get on them to have a guy at the net and get a piece of it. And then the other one, you know, we kind of messed up on where we were supposed to be, but we actually – it's just really a couple of bad bounces, in my opinion. So that happens, and then we still can't take those penalties. That's probably the one negative of the game. I imagine it's frustrating when you feel like you're you, – they often say, you know, you come back from a road trip, it's hard to get going. You guys were, were going – and then kind of the penalty thing happens, and it's a lot of it seemed like it wasn't wasn't really on you guys. Yeah, it was, I mean, that's the frustrating part of the game. I mean, you know, we didn't get the bounces tonight. That's essentially all it was. I thought our guys played hard. Uh, their goalie was great. You got to give them a lot of credit. He made a ton of really nice saves, and I give their team credit for blocking a lot of shots, and, you know, they were sacrificing and doing the things necessary to win a game. Uh, but I thought that our game was solid. And, uh you know, if we play like that and continue to play like that, I mean, we're going to get certainly win, more wins than losses. Uh, I kind of agree with Rod Brindamore there. I think the Canes were pretty good tonight. They had plenty of good chances to score and uh, maybe some, again, some unlucky breaks. Uh, Dreger played great. Defense blocked a lot of shots. That's probably the best I've seen the Florida Panthers play. Not that I watch a ton of Florida Panthers hockey, but I thought their defense was good. They got in the way a ton. Uh, and I thought they played a grittier game than I've ever seen the Florida Panthers play, or at least not ever, but uh, maybe over the last three or four years. They were definitely a feisty group tonight, 
and they've been playing well. They've now won three straight, and uh, they scored uh, they scored thirteen the two uh, combined the two previous games. They scored four more tonight. So uh, that's 17 goals in three games. That's a team that's uh, pretty much playing very well. Uh, the one thing I didn't think the Carolina Hurricanes did very well uh, tonight or, or Saturday night uh, was I thought they made too many mistakes with the puck. We, had, we already uh, discussed the Jake Gardner uh, miscue at the blue line. Again, that was more of a he just didn't get enough on uh, a pass or a shot or whatever he was he was trying to do, and Brian Boyle stepped in front of it. Uh, but Dougie Hamilton had a couple of pucks bounce over his stick that created scoring chances. Uh, Jacob Slavin misplayed a puck. Um, uh, Andrei Svechnikov, I think, kind of struggled tonight a little bit. He gave it away a couple of times. I don't know what giveaways, uh, how do you get a giveaway in the NHL? They only credited him with one, uh, but there were at least two or three, I thought. Uh, But I thought Carolina recovered well, and I also think the Panthers kind of botched some odd man opportunities and didn't even get shots off and Carolina was kind of fortunate that it wasn't worse than it was Uh, and again I kind of think Carolina did play a pretty good game uh so it's uh it's three nothing after the Huberdeau goal um that uh that made it uh again that made it three nothing that was the power play goal and then Nino Niederreiter got him on the board while laying down on the job Niederreiter off the back of the goal, kicks it to the outside. Ajo, far point, Hamilton around the horn. Now Slavin, cross ice for Ajo. Hamilton, a bomb, stop, and they score! Tavo Teravainen, maybe off Nino Niederreiter, who paid a price out in front. And finally, the Canes break through. 10.44 left, 3-1 Florida. The uh, the euphoria didn't last very long. Nola Chari scored his seventh goal in the last three games, uh, made it uh, made it four uh, one. But encouraging stuff, I think, from Niederreiter tonight. In that, I thought he played a pretty heavy game, and he played a game where he got to the middle of the ice where he should be making his living. Uh, so I thought Nino was good tonight. Uh, good got rewarded when Teravainen hit, hit hit the shaft of his stick. Uh, and it kind of deflected up and into the goal. So that's good. And then Niederreiter, uh, on a power play, uh, did a, uh, made a great pass to Lucas Walmark and kept Carolina alive. Moved across for Lucas Walmark. Gardner again. Near flank, it's Marty Natchez. Natchez stick handling, side of the goal, and back Niederreiter. Shot, they score! Lucas Walmark with a power play dart. A beautiful setup. 7-0-1 left. The Canes are down by two. Look, I thought uh, Carolina played a good game tonight, just didn't win. They got beat by a better goaltender tonight uh, in Chris Dreger and uh, maybe a team that just got a few more breaks than they did. Yeah, Carolina made some mistakes, but so did Florida. Uh, Florida just was able to capitalize on them, and uh, I think we're seeing a Panthers team that's playing a little bit more like what you're going to see from them throughout the rest of the season. That's a good team. I think Joel Quenville has done a very good job separating his star players uh, and playing them with a little bit more uh, gritty element 
up and down the lineup. Nolachari is really a fourth-line player, but he's playing uh, essentially on a top line, if you will, with Jonathan Huberdeau, uh, and those two guys uh, have seemed to have created some chemistry. All right, so we're going to take a very quick pause, then we'll come back. There are three things I want to get to, uh, and we'll uh, let you hear from Jordan Stahl. Uh, among other things. Uh, and oh yes, we're going to take questions. I said we would do some morning after podcast mailbag type thing and we'll do that as well in just a sec. All right, so odd officiating tonight. The, um, there, I, I thought there were two, two instances clearly of Florida embellishing penalties. We didn't get an embellishment. We got some we got some unsportsmanlikes, uh, a rash of them in fact. They it broke out in the second period. Uh but we didn't get anything announcing an embellishment. I thought there were two clear embellishments. Uh the first one came on the first penalty of the game to Car- Carolina, the Svechnikov uh penalty. And the first Svechikov penalty, he had six minutes in power um, penalties tonight, but uh, two power plays. Uh, but the first Svechnikov penalty was he was p- making a pass, a backhanded pass, and followed through. And you're allowed to follow through on a pass or shot, uh, and it's not a high stick. Uh, and I didn't think he touched Huberdeau at all but maybe he grazed the helmet. And Huberdeau acted as though Svechnikov carved a hole in his chin. That was, a, I, that was I thought, egregious. They sent Svechnikov off. First, he, he didn't deserve a penalty. And second, how that's not embellishment, I don't get. Uh, so to me, that was, uh, that was egregious on the part of the, uh, of the referees tonight. Uh, and then the second Svechnikov penalty... Yeah, did he get his stick up high on Brett Connolly? Yep, he did. No question about it. Deserved the penalty. But Connolly acted as though he was uh, carved like a turkey. And that's just ridiculous. He also, his reaction was also late. Um, and he got a two-minute penalty for unsportsmanlike, but they didn't say it was unsportsmanlike embellishment. Normally they do, uh, but they didn't. To me, that was clear embellishment. I don't even know why they got... Uh, unsportsmanlike penalties, but uh, uh, Svech and and Connolly each got an un, unsportsmanlike on that. Plus, Svech got the high stick, and then Joel Edmondson and Brown went. Uh, they dropped gloves, but nobody threw a punch, and they uh, they got it was it was ridiculous. Anyway, uh, that power play ended up being the Huberdeau goal that made it three uh, nothing, and uh, and that was kind of weak. Um, and Jordan Stahl talked about it after the game. I know these are these are tough games to play off a long uh, road trip, but it looked like you guys had your legs in the first period, just couldn't get one to go, and that kind of got away from me. So, you guys are working hard. Um, you know, kind of find ways to get goals. We, um, we shot a lot of pucks. Um, they blocked a lot tonight too. And, um, you know, I think, uh, you know, PK, obviously, giving up two is you know, a tough time winning games. You're giving up two in PK. But, um, yeah, I mean, there were some mistakes out there. I thought we worked hard and um, just didn't go away tonight. How frustrating does it get when some calls keep going against this team that seem a little cheap? Uh, no comment on that. I mean, 
it is what it is. Uh, I think we take too many penalties in general um, as a group. I think we can do a better job of keeping our six down and um, um, you know checking with our with our legs and with our sticks. And um, you know I think our PKs kind of got run to the ground. I think on that on that road trip a bit. I thought we killed a lot, probably too much, and um, you know it showed time. Did they give? Did you get an explanation as to all the unsportsmanlike penalties in that uh, in that sequence? <laughs> no comment. I, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I don't. Uh, question in the call. Every, just wondering. Yeah, I don't. I mean, every night, um, you know, calls go certain ways you don't like. So, um, you know, I think uh, we could have done a better job of leaving them alone and, and focusing on the game and um, letting Roddy worry about that a little bit more and, and let just making sure we're focused on what we need to do out there. And I thought uh, we let the refs get in our head maybe a little bit um, in that second period and, um, you know, it slowed our game down a bit. It seemed like they were playing a little bit more of an agitating game than we've seen from Florida. I know uh, Vetrano was uh, was trying to get under your skin. I know Connolly was doing that with Svechnikov too. Yeah, I mean, I thought I was getting under his skin, but, um, you know, it, it was obviously a good battle. Like, he plays hard, and, um, you know, they've, they've got a lot more grind to their game now, and you can tell, and, um, you know, it helps you win games, and um, they did a good job of that tonight. I thought so did we, and, um, you know, it was, a, it was a good game that way. It's a heck of a hockey game. Carolina didn't win it. Um, so we thank uh, Jordan Stahl. Hey, good news. Eric Hall is back. That's very nice to see. They reunited the Hall of Dezingle Natchez line. I thought that line was pretty good, created a bunch of chances uh, early on. My only uh, worry after, first of all, obviously, how does uh, Hall come out of this game? Playing is different than practicing. He'd been skating for uh, about two weeks. Uh, so that's good, but how he comes out of it, they'll practice tomorrow. Will uh, Will Hall a practice, or Sunday he'll pra- they'll practice, uh, and I expect him to be in the lineup on Monday afternoon in Toronto. Uh, uh, Natchez looked like he took a spill. Well, he definitely didn't look like it. He took a spill into the end boards uh, very late in the game, probably with like four minutes left in the game. Uh, I don't recall who it was from Florida who was with him, but it looked like Natchez might have been helped, if you will, into the boards. But the, uh, but, and he skated off favoring what I believe was his left arm. Uh, team hasn't said anything about it. Uh, nobody asked Rod in the press conference, uh, but I did talk to him walking back and he said he didn't know. Uh, he didn't know what the status is, uh, status was. Nate just didn't take a shift after that uh, play. So, uh, but then there was and there was a lot of empty net time for uh, for Carolina. So they were looking for guys who could score, uh, and that's where you would have seen Natchez on the ice, but he was not. So we'll have to keep an eye on that one. Hopefully, uh, he'll be fine and he'll be able to skate in Toronto on uh, Monday. Uh, now I have my three stars of the game. Uh, normally, these stars are players, and actually, one of them is. Uh, first, the third star was uh, Rod Brindamore's tie tonight. A lot of, I think it was festive. It wasn't a Christmas tie by any stretch of the imagination, but it had a, just a burst of color. It was some gold in there. There was some purple in there. It was a beautiful tie, I thought. And I know Rod gets a lot of flack for his ties, but I happen to think this was a classy tie, and uh, it just kind of uh, exuded uh, positivity. So that's, uh, that was nice. The uh, second star uh, was, I don't know the elementary school, and I apologize to the elementary school, 
Uh, but they had a bunch of kids who looked like they were maybe third graders, fourth graders, maybe uh, singing Christmas carols in between periods. I thought they were great and they were fun. And that's exactly what you want out of the Christmas season. And if you didn't like that, I'm sorry, we can't be friends. I thought that was fun and good for them. And the kids were having a blast. Uh, and the first star was, I think, an outstanding performance by Sebastian Ajo as the elf on the shelf. We all know what the elf on the shelf is. Kids, if, you're, uh, if you are listening to this, the elf on the shelf is real. Obey the rules. Sebastian Ajo did a video today, in the if you had to see it in the arena, but I'm sure you can find it at hurricanes.com did a video where he was the elf on the shelf and he was all around PNC Arena in the offices, uh, in the locker room, uh, and he was writing down everybody's bad deeds. And Aho was spectacular. Uh, I'm going to find that. I'm going to watch it over and over and over again. So, uh, so there you go. Now let's get to some questions. I said we would do some uh, morning after podcast uh, Twitter questions. So here you go. From Siren Sounder. Do you feel the Hurricanes are truly being beaten by goalie performances this year? Or is there much more they could do to get dirtier goals when goalies are st- stopping simple shot attempts and D won't allow fancy one-timers? Uh, I mean, there are some nights where I do believe that uh, they're not getting dirty enough goals. I think the game at at PNC against the Rangers, when they threw, I don't know how many shots, 50, almost 50 shots at Henrik Lundqvist, I think it was an easier night for Lundqvist. He made some great saves, and if you watch the game, it's obvious that Lundqvist was the difference, Uh, but he saw everything. Um, I don't think that was the case tonight. I think Carolina got uh, got second chance opportunities, third chance opportunities tonight. I think there were some deflections. Hollow in front had a couple of deflections that didn't go. Um, Warren Fogle on a rebound of a Dougie Hamilton shot in the first period. Uh, he uh, uh, Dreger got a uh, got his blocker to it. I think tonight uh, they were beaten by a goaltender who simply played better. I think Carolina did what they were supposed to do tonight. They were in front. They created traffic. Um, They could do a better job in the power play. I think it's interesting that uh, Eric Holla didn't get power play time until Svechnikov was in the box. And then he he assumed Svechnikov's spot on the power play. Uh, But in the first power play Carolina got, which um, was, it overlapped the first and second period. and they only had three three point seven seconds of power play time in the first period, so it's essentially all second period power play. Um, Halla didn't see any ice time in that, so I think you'll see Halla back on it anyway. Uh, but he didn't get ice time first. He played over fifteen minutes tonight. Played fifteen oh five, I think it was. So uh, we'll see. Um, but I don't think uh, tonight wasn't a case of the Canes being pretty. Uh, from uh, from Daniel, should Rod be riding Reimer more while he is hot? Um, the answer is yes, but uh, sure. If Reimer's hot, you play Reimer. They played Reimer back-to-back. Remember the game in Boston Reimer played after being outstanding? I forget who they had beaten the, uh, the time before that game, but Reimer got back-to-back starts. Uh, and I think they went out to the, on the road with a plan. They executed that plan, but the bottom line is Mrazek's been playing great too. So what do you do? You got two, two goalies playing well. Maybe they're playing well because they're pushing each other. So I had no problem with Mrazek starting. I figured he would. 
Uh, and I fully expect James Reimer to play in Toronto on Monday, and then we'll see what happens against the Rangers in New York on Friday. But remember, they're playing in New York on Friday and then home against Washington on Saturday. So I think you'll see him split. So we, we might see uh, Reimer, Mrazek, Reimer. Uh, you'll Reimer, maybe Reimer in New York, Mrazek. I don't know. But uh, I think you'll see a split of goaltenders on Friday and Saturday. So uh, both goalies playing well. I got no problem uh, with, uh, with that. Uh, and finally from Kevin, by the way, Erin uh, uh, agreed. She has not recovered from the Elf on the Shelf video. It really was amazing. It was amazing, first star of the night. Uh, and uh, from Kevin, uh, I thought the offense played well. Felt like there were a lot of good shots from uh, Florida, but I feel like Fleury should play more. Am I wrong? I mean, more? I don't know. Uh, let's, uh, let's, let's put it this way. Right now, Flurry and TVR are at, are at about the same level. Trevor Van Reem's like really struggling to get consistent. I thought uh, he really struggled tonight. And uh, the ice time is reflected in that. He only had a little over 13 minutes of, uh, of ice time tonight. Gardner played about 17 minutes. I think Gardner's been playing much better lately. Uh, it's actually very encouraging for the second half of the year, the way Jake Gardner's been playing. Um, but TVR struggled tonight. Um, I, don't, I don't know if ex- expect is the right word, uh, but I do think that uh, there's a good chance you'll see Flurry draw back into the lineup in Toronto uh, if for no other reason than Flurry's a better skater than TVR right now, uh, and if you're going to manage TVR's ice time and keep, play him less than 14 minutes, uh, well, then Flurry can easily draw in. I also, I kind of half expect Gardner to have a big game in his first game back in Toronto. Uh, this will be the first time the Hurricanes have played the, uh, the Maple Leafs, and again, Maple Leafs playing much better of late. I think they moved back into a playoff spot. Uh, I think... In the, uh, in the Atlantic Division. Either way, it's so early uh, to uh, worry about that. Toronto's going to be a playoff team when it's all said and done. So, uh, yeah, I think, uh, I think Fleury will, uh, I wouldn't be surprised if he draws back in. So there you go. There's our Twitter mailbag, and there's all your questions. And I hope you have a wonderful uh, Sunday. Uh, again, feel free. Subscribe to this. Rate it if you like. Give, us, give, give me a five-star rating on this sucker. I don't care. Or don't rate it at all. It does. It's entirely up to you. Uh, I matter of fact, the only thing I care uh, care about is that you like it. And if you don't like it, you won't listen to it. But if you like it, you know what? Let me know, uh, or let me know what you'd like to hear in it. And there you go. So uh, I don't think we're going to do one after the game on. Uh, Monday afternoon, uh, but maybe we'll just do a full-blown podcast on Tuesday. TB determined. Check back. This is why you should you should subscribe because then it will just show up. Right, right. Uh, if I uh, don't speak with you, have a merry Christmas, a happy Hanukkah, a good Kwanzaa. I don't care whatever holiday you celebrate. Have a good one, and we'll talk to you next week. You've been listening to the Canes Corner Podcast with Adam Gold. Don't forget there are many ways you can listen to this podcast, including streaming at WRALsportsfan.com, the WRAL Sports Fan app. And you can also subscribe for free at Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Pocket Casts, and TuneIn. Thanks again for listening to the Canes Corner Podcast. 
Every fan knows the right player in the right position can be a game changer. Put LifeLock between your identity and identity thieves to monitor and alert you to threats you could miss. Plus, with a U.S.-based restoration specialist on your team, you won't have to face drained accounts, fraudulent loans, or other losses from identity theft alone. All backed by the LifeLock Million Dollar Protection Package. Change the game on identity theft. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware.